Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to our slash entitled people, where people truly think they can do whatever the heck they want because they're special. And in this episode, OP's mom fake faints to escape getting arrested, guys, and it doesn't go well. I hope you enjoy today's lineup. Don't shake your heads too hard. And as always, you can send or link stories to this email right here. We're diving in. So my boyfriend had a little accident at work today, and he needed some stitches. While we're waiting at the ER, we see a car pull up and stop right at the entrance. We assume they had someone in the car and just wanted to drop them off. Well, guess what? It was a Karen, and she was alone in the car. The woman then gets out and waddles inside. A nurse filling the paperwork with us shouts at her, Hey, you can't park there. That's for ambulances bringing in emergencies. To which Karen responds, I'll just be a minute. I just have a few questions. While she said that, she kept walking, and the nurse says, Hey, that's for ambulances only. Seriously, you need to park your car away from there. Hearing the nurse say that, Karen just waves her hands, like she's swatting away an annoying fly, and she just starts to walk faster. Now, the nurse suddenly talked in a very hushed voice so that only we could hear her, but Karen couldn't. The nurse says, We have our own tow car, and it can be here in two to three minutes. If you don't move your car, it's going to be gone by the time you return. The nurse then winked at us and said, Hey, you both heard me warning her, right? I say to her, Yes, loud and clear. You warned that she would get towed. The nurse then called security on the radio, and within two minutes, they were there hooking her car up. About 15 minutes later, we were still waiting when suddenly I hear a screech. It was Karen, and Karen was screaming, You bitch, where's my car? I have places to be. The nurse says to her, Security's on their way. They'll explain to you where it is. Karen responds, they better bring my car or I will call the police for theft. Now, the nurse, seeing that security was almost behind her, told Karen, I was calling after you, telling you that you can't park there. This is for emergency vehicles only. But you ignored me even when I shouted after you that you will be towed and that this is going to be an expensive mistake. Hearing the nurse say that, Karen lost it and she tried lunging at the nurse. But the nurse just stepped back and security grabbed her. So she hit the security guard instead. They then tackled her and called police. Now, to make a long story short, the police came and we told them that the nurse did call after her, that this was for emergency vehicles only and that she'll be towed. But Karen didn't listen. So the woman got arrested for assault and a whole bunch of other stuff. The nurse later brought us to the examining room and told us that the assault was probably her biggest mistake. She only wanted to teach her a lesson by making her pay for the towing, but since they had to call the cops, she'll also get a ticket for blocking the entrance to the emergency room, and the fine for that is a lot higher than just the towing, plus all the charges. Yeah guys, I have no idea why that woman thought that attacking a nurse in a hospital was a good idea. But that's the mind of a Karen for you guys though, right? Illegally park, choose to ignore warnings, get your car towed, and then attack the person who got you towed because it inconveniences you. 
Okay, so I'm 31 years old, so this story is a tad bit old, but it still makes me laugh to this day. It's good enough that despite my memory loss from having grand mal seizures during the first 12 years of my life, that I still remember it like it was yesterday. This takes place during my 9th birthday. On this day, we're at a public park with my family and friends. We got the cake and candy and pizza and snacks. And don't forget the party favors. So we're all having fun, hanging out, having a blast, and there's these kids, slowly eyeing us from the park. Now, mind you, my mom's not dumb. She grew up poor, so she knows what it's like being a kid, and watching kids around you get stuff while you get nothing. So we gave some people some food and some goodie bags. We weren't totally a-holes. We shared with the public. Now, we can't give the whole world things, but we shared. Well, out of nowhere, these parents come up with their group of kids, not long after we gave some skateboarders some goodie bags. A man in a blue shirt comes up to us and says, Hey, nice party you have here. My dad says, thanks, how can we help you? His wife chimes in and says, it's my daughter's birthday today. To which my mom says, well, happy birthday. Would you like some cake? Hearing my mom say that, the little girl looks like she simply wants cake. And so do her friends. My sisters and friends are more than willing to welcome them to join us. But Mommy Dearest and her Karen gang aren't going to let that happen until they put my mom in her place. All of a sudden, the Karen says, she won't be having cake. Not until you understand how disrespectful it is to come to a public park and eat like this in front of others. My grandmother gets up and says, uh, excuse me? Karen looks at her and says, well, my daughter is hungry. And my sister says to her, didn't we just offer you guys cake? Karen says, that doesn't matter. You guys can't just come to the park and eat like cretins while my children starve. My mom tells her, then bring food. It's a public park. I'm here having a birthday party for my daughter, and I've given plenty of food to children already. I can't be held responsible for the fact that you aren't trying to feed your kids. Look, I offered your starving daughter cake, and you continued to let her starve. So who's the disrespectful one now? The Karen all of a sudden makes the face like we just smacked her. My mom hands the girl some cake, and Mommy Karen grabs her by the arm and storms off angrily. The same woman tried doing this to us again two years later over chicken nuggets. Only, when she realized it was us, she panicked and started laughing, literally trying to make it into a joke. My mom just gave her the finger and slowly devoured a nugget as the lady just backs away. I swear, she has no life. What a weird thing to complain about, guys. Uh, you're not allowed to have all this food around here because no one should have to watch you guys eat while we're starving. Like, it's funny how she complained about her kids being hungry, yet she denied free cake. And the craziest part of all this is she tried doing that two years later. Like, what the heck, lady? Get a life. Like OPZ. So here's a little background. My mom is diabetic and she doesn't take good care of herself. She's also a super Karen and I hate going places with her. One time when I was small, my mom fainted because of an insulin crash or something. I was 5 years old and all I remember was being really scared. The day my mom fainted for real was the scariest day of my life as a 5 year old. The ambulance came and the paramedics took her away while my brother and I were crying to dad about her being dead or something. Now I tell you this because my mom realized that because it got her so much attention and she saw how scared we were, she would often use it as a threat to get my brother and I to obey her in the house. Now the worst part is she'll announce it loudly as a threat, whether it's at a family gathering or in public. She'd often say stuff like, if you don't do this for me, I'm gonna pass out. Do you want me to go to the hospital again? When I got older, I've called her bluff, and she just ends up doing this half-assed pretend faint onto the floor. It's pathetic. So now that we got that out of the way, on with the story. 
So one day in my teens, we were at this department store, and my mom was trying to return some expensive sweater, but it had no tags, no receipts, it was basically a final sale clearance item, and it was clearly worn and washed. When the poor cashier told her that she couldn't return it for store credit or anything, my mom started loudly yelling at her about how horrible customer service was, how they need to take it back, yada yada yada. And if they don't take the item back, she's gonna make them regret it. When the manager asked my mom to leave, my mom starts shrieking how she's being discriminated against. And if they don't refund her the full amount, that she was gonna faint out of stress and sue the store. Now hearing my mom say the word faint, I immediately thought, oh my god, please mom, not here, not today. Of course they said no again, and that's when my mom got so mad that she basically backhanded a vase that was on the counter, causing it to shatter on the ground. The staff at this point had to call the cops because at this point she was destroying property. I was so angry at her for doing that. Now here's the funny part. When we saw the cops show up in the distance, I think my mom finally knew she was in trouble. And out of nowhere, my mom just pulls one of her fainting episodes on the floor. Now even as a teen, I knew it was the worst fake act of an actual fainting spell. Plus, I'd seen it so often at that point. She was laying on the ground, and the cops came, nudged her, and they kept saying, Ma'am, you need to get up. If you don't leave with us, we're gonna have to arrest you. And the whole time, my stubborn mom just stayed still and just made weird moaning noises. The next thing you know, she's in handcuffs, and miraculously she's aware now. Crying discrimination, how the employees were cruel to her, that they stressed her out so much until she fainted. The cops had to like half drag her out of the store and put her into the back of a cruiser. I stayed with another officer, and they called my dad who came to pick me up. My dad was super apologetic to everyone, and I recall him telling everyone how sorry he was. Suffice to say, my parents weren't together after that, as it was the last straw for my dad. My mom didn't spend any time in jail, as she was home later that night, and she was fuming, complaining about how cops were stupid. The sweater also didn't come home either, so she was out the money and the sweater. So yeah, people never cease to amaze me, guys. Fake fainting to avoid police, like, I'm crying, because in her mind, she really, really thought it was gonna work. So this happened many years ago. It was around 1994 or 1995 or so. My adopted family owned a locksmith company. And of course, they trained me into the family business. It was an old-school family business, and my old man was the gruff but honest type, and he really cared about the work we did. As with anything, we often had to deal with entitled and stuck-up people. So, for context, locksmithing is one of those skills that if you're good at, it makes some things look really easy. There's also a lot of things that are fast, as long as you know exactly how to do them. When you pay a locksmith, you're not just paying for the time they're working, you're paying for them knowing what to do. It's like the old joke, fixing the machine by whacking it once with a wrench doesn't cost $10,000. Knowing where to hit it does. So it was around 1am on a Saturday night, and I get a call from a guy that's locked out of an early 90s Cadillac, near the middle of the city. I quote him $125 to unlock the car, and tell him that I could be there in less than an hour. The guy agrees, and he tells me to come down. I manage to be on site in a little more than 30 minutes, despite a decent storm going on. The customer's there, the car is there, business as usual. I then do the preliminary stuff like grab his driver's license and registration and such. The keys were in the ignition, so I grabbed my caddy killer tool, opened the car in about 30 seconds, and then grabbed his keys. Now normally, people are happy that it's quick, 
or they make some lame joke about how they should learn to do that, but the price was very reasonable for the service, especially at 1am in a rainstorm. But there's this guy. This guy looks at me and tells me that he'll pay me 20 bucks, because that was way too easy. The guy looks at me all smug and condescending and says that I could take it or leave it. Well, teenage me wasn't having any of it. So I shrug, toss the keys back on the seats, and lock the doors. I tell him if it's that easy that he can get them. As you can imagine, the idiot wasn't too happy with that. He sputters a bit and said, fine, he'll pay me, just open the car door. So I unlocked the door for a second time and said, that'll be $250, since I've unlocked it twice. Now instead of boring you with his four-letter vocabulary, let's just say those keys ended up back on the seats, with the doors locked again. At this point, the guy really got to yelling. He threatened me with everything he had, lawsuits, jail time, you name it. And when I refused to budge from the 20 bucks he was going to give me, he said he was going to call another locksmith company. I then politely explained that my dad is the president of the local locksmith association, and I wouldn't know a locksmith that would show up this late. I told him if they did, they also wouldn't be happy working a 1am call for 20 bucks, and wouldn't take kindly to him trying to cheat them. Twice. So the guy calls the cops on me. When the cops show up and ask what's going on, I explain that I had quoted the price over the phone, and that there was a verbal agreement for the cost for me to come out to unlock the vehicle for $125, and at this point, I'd unlocked it twice. The cops then look at him and told him that he could pay me to open up the car, or he could break a window. The guy then said something along the lines of, I'm not breaking a damn window, it's effing raining. Just tell him to do it for me for 20 bucks. The cop then told him straight again, if you don't want me to break a window, then I guess you're paying the locksmith. So the guy asked me to unlock his car, and I obliged, for the third time. And with his keys in my hand, I looked him in the face and said, that'll be $375. Now hearing me quote that ridiculous price, he got pretty angry. And you could tell, if a cop wasn't there with me, he might have come swinging. But the guy stayed calm and asked if I would take a check. I kindly pointed out the ATM at the end of the block and told him that unfortunately for him, I only require cash. Now, the bonus is, that particular ATM only dispensed $20 bills. So I got a $5 tip, because of course, I didn't carry change at that time of night. So the moral of the story is, guys, pay people for their work, or you might end up paying three times the amount. I hope that idiot learned his lesson that night. And guys, $375 back in 1995 is about $700 in 2023. Congratulations, sir. You played yourself that night. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Alright, so this happened a few years ago when I was working in the electronics department at a big box retailer. 
So this guy and his girlfriend comes up to me and say they want to buy a few things, including a 50-inch TV, and they were wondering if we took checks. They were both around 18 or 19 years old. The dude straight up hands me his checkbook, and without even needing to put my detective hat on, I could tell it was stolen. Both the routing number and the account number were lazily altered with a pen, and they had crossed off the person's address at the top. Now at the time, I wasn't much older than them, so my first thought was, they're trying to get me to go along with their scheme. Now being as I don't know these people and have zero reason to help them with crime, I decide to play along. I let them know that we absolutely do take checks, as long as one of them has valid ID. The guy tells me, hurry up, make it snappy, we have places to be. And that's when I excuse myself to the back, explaining that I need to see if we have the TV they wanted in stock. I tell them that they should have a look around to see if there's anything else they wanted to buy, while I checked. At the time, I had zero sympathy for these people. They were both dressed like their families were really well off, as this store was in one of the more wealthy suburbs. And the whole thing seemed like they felt so entitled that they were just going to steal from someone to get what they wanted. So I head to the back and immediately call an assistant manager to let them know what's going on. He says to try to stall them for a few minutes to get them what they want, and when they're ready to check out, make some excuse about needing to bring them up to the front registers. So I bring the TV out on a cart, and find that they've decided I seem cool, and was gonna let them use a stolen check. All the while, they now want a load of random crap, like DVDs, surround sound systems, etc. I spend something like the next 30 minutes with them, going over the differences in all the gaming consoles, having them look at laptops, cameras, all kinds of junk. Just by glancing at it, I could see that all this stuff was almost $10,000 and they're really excited by the stuff they're gonna buy. And after filling the shopping cart, they're ready to check out. I remember the girl being so giddy about the stuff that they were about to buy. So we get to the front checkout and the assistant manager's put on a cashier's vest and he's waiting at a closed checkout line for us. I steer to his line and he starts to ring everybody up. He gets to the total, which I think was somewhere in the $7,500 range, and that's when they write a check and he asked for ID. The girlfriend then hands over a license with a 50-year-old woman's picture on it, but with the same name as on the check. Without missing a beat, the assistant waves over three police officers who were standing at the entrance, and they walk over and arrest the kids. Now at first, they didn't seem to realize what was going on, and they were totally blindsided when the police came to arrest them. The girl started crying, saying that they're not allowed to arrest them, and that her mom would have let her have all this stuff anyways. The girl basically stole her mom's ID and checkbook to purchase almost $10,000 worth of merchandise. Now, I know I could have probably just told them that we can't accept their check when they first came up to me, or maybe had a little chat with them about not committing crimes. Thinking back though, even if I declined their attempt to use a fraudulent check, they might have just tried the same thing somewhere else. And who knows, if this was actually the first time they tried it. Now I do feel a little bad about helping them dig their own hole, but at the end of the day, I don't think it's cool to go up to a random stranger at their job and expect them to help you with crime. It's pretty effing rude. Yeah, so those thieves deserved what they got, which was getting arrested. And guys, I'm just shaking my head at how dumb this couple was. Like, come on, stealing your mom's ID and checkbook to buy $8,000 worth of things? Like, have fun explaining that to mom. So this story isn't really about an entitled person, but I do hope you get a good laugh out of it. A few years ago, I was shopping for a new car. I found one online that was selling for $800. So I go and check the car out with my mechanic buddy. I'm not expecting much, truth be told. An $800 car is an $800 car. 
I am surprised, however, to find that that $800 car is actually in pretty good condition. So I asked the seller why it's $800. The guy tells me, I think there's a transmission problem. It's about $2,000 to fix or more. So we take it for a test drive. The car keeps jerking when accelerating. And I'm thinking, this could be any number of problems. But afterwards, my mechanic buddy lets me know that he thinks it's something more trivial than a transmission problem. Like a 10-minute fix, maybe. Now, I don't want to be dishonest, so I say, hey, I don't think it's as bad as you think. I would hate to buy this for such a low price if the problem is more minor than that. Would you mind if my buddy who's a mechanic here takes a look? If it ends up being the transmission or worse, you've got yourself a deal for 800 bucks. If it's something minor, you can up the price because I really don't want to cheat you. And hearing that, the dude just explodes. The guy swears at me saying, it's an effing $800 car. Either you deal with it or you don't. It's as is. Do you know what that means, you idiot? Either you buy the effing car or you don't. So I do. I pay him the cash and my mechanic buddy pops the hood. He then takes off the distributor cap, cleans it, and replaces it right then and there. And he says, there you go. That should fix it. Wow, that transmission looks almost brand new. I tell ya, buying this car for $800 is practically a crime. You know, you could probably resell this right now for three grand. I say, wow, just as loudly. I then tell my buddy, you know, I would have paid three grand for this car if I knew the fix was that easy. Now the seller's still standing there hearing everything. The guy's holding $800 in hand, watching. And he erupts and says, hey, hang on a second. And before he could say another word, I just close the hood and unlock the doors and say, thanks for the car. The guy then screams at me saying, you guys effing cheated me. You're not getting this for 800 bucks. Now I'm not sure where he was going with this because we signed the papers and everything. Like did he expect me to pay him more money now? Of course not. So I opened the driver's side door, got in, rolled down the window, and before I drive off, I just smile at him and say, either you deal with it or you don't. It's as is. Do you know what that means? You effing idiot. And I just drove away. Oof, this is exactly why you have to let people finish what they're saying. Like, I bet that guy thought OP and his mechanic buddy were trying to scam him or something, but karma, dude. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash entitled people. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's lineup of stories. If you did, hit that like button. And if you're not subscribed, consider subscribing so you don't miss these crazy, crazy stories. And if you missed yesterday's episode on the channel, I'll link it right here. It's an r slash I don't work here lady, where a Karen slaps a random customer and it's the biggest mistake she's ever made because she gets jail time, guys. So go check it out if you haven't. And myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.